0: The whole thing. Never ran away. Never been
1: afraid.
0: Never gonna break. Hello everybody and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is a review of Creed 2. I'm Christopher Schnezy. And I'm Steven Miller. And for joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're gonna dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. We are three episodes deep into our crazy uh, review marathon of eight films. The night is still young, thank, thank God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are here to talk about Creed 2, the sequel to both Creed 1 and Rocky 4. Um, so, are you ready to do this, David? Oh, I'm ready to rumble. <laughs> All right, so we are going to continue being ready to rumble while you guys get ready to rumble. And uh, we're going to listen to the trailer for Creed 2, and then we're going to come back and give you a review.
1: We got
0: this. You heard me? In the ring, you got rules. Outside, you got nothing. Life hits you with all these cheap shots. People like me, we live in the past. You got people that need you now. You got everything to lose. This guy's got nothing to lose. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. But you don't think I could beat him? I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty.
1: I was afraid I couldn't live up to these expectations. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty inside my DNA. You don't think you got your validation? I got
0: royalty, got royalty inside my DNA I got all got war and peace inside my DNA I got power, poison, pain and joy inside my DNA
1: I want to rewrite history Don't pretend this is about your father
0: I was born like this, this one like this He met you in conception I transformed like this, performed like this What else you a new weapon? I don't have your I meditate, they're off your, off your plate. now but this is more than just a fight i got i got i got i got my dna all right so that was the trailer for Creed 2. So, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there was this boxing film called Rocky IV, uh, and basically in this film, uh, this big Oh,
1: I thought it was Rocky IV where he gets cancer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the IV is for the... Yeah, oh. is it pronounced
1: four? <laughs>
0: um, so, in Rocky IV... Um, <laughs> Uh, Apollo Creed is going to fight this giant man named uh, Ivan, Drago? Ivan Drago Ivan Drago and uh, basically over the course of this fight Apollo Creed gets killed in the ring Rocky's like hey there my
1: no Tony Danza was in that movie <laughs>
0: But basically, he uh upset that his friend was killed. A friend who was at one point a villain in earlier films. <laughs> yeah. But is now the friend, has been killed, decides to avenge him, goes like, I don't know, it's like a million rounds in that movie, but he just takes, takes a lick in and keeps 15, on ticking. I think, yeah, it's a um long one. Yeah, so he goes forever and uh, eventually beats up uh, Ivan Drago, yeah. sends him <laughs> home with his, his big Russian tail between his legs. Yeah,
1: ends the Cold War.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Cold War, and uh, everything was fine and dandy. Well, smash cut to today, during the sequel to, to now at times, during the sequel to um, uh, Creed 1. Um, (laughs) Adonis Creed is now become the heavyweight champion of the world, which is perfect timing for Ivan Drago to show up with his son Drago. Victor. Victor Drago um and uh played
1: by a romanian actually a romanian boxer named florian big nasty montenu
0: <laughs> two of those words are not his actual name
1: <laughs> yeah they're in quotes <laughs> um, Florian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but basically uh victor drago uh is now coming to challenge him to the heavyweight champion of the world um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, he has the choice to try to avenge his father's death. And uh, Victor has the chance to avenge the honor of his father, who lost and went home sad to Russia. And, uh, yeah, we watch sort of these two people getting ready to battle head-to-head for the heavyweight championship of the world. And, uh, yeah, it's a big, exciting boxing film that we both saw in Dolby Super Loud <laughs> oh yeah we rumbled Uh, yeah so uh steven miller what did you think of creed 2
1: i thought this was a totally fine sequel not amazing not great but like fine brought up to really awesome by the power of its leads i think michael b jordan and tessa thompson are fucking awesome. They're royalty right now, clearly. They should be in everything. I think they're very captivating <laughs> to Did watch. Did
0: you say royalty or loyalty?
1: I got royalty. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think they're awesome, and I think they like anchor the movie in a way that makes it enjoyable to watch, even though I think filmmaking-wise, this is definitely a step down from the first movie. Like, What I loved about the first movie was the the style that the fights were shot in. Uh, Ryan Coogler brought two like very different styles to the different major fights that he showed in that movie, but both were like visceral and intense, and you were in there. One felt at least like a single long take. like it, it maybe wasn't, but it definitely was shot that way. The other felt like very, very, very intense, and you're just in the moment, and you're feeling it. The best boxing scene of 2018 with Michael B. Jordan is still the fight in Black Panther, I think. Um, LAUGHTER these fight scenes are fine, but they're just shot way more traditionally, right? Like, I, I mean, if I can quote Rocky in this film for a second,
0: "Oh, I mean, your stylized fighting scenes is not going to work too well against this man. I mean, he's a brute force big guy. You gotta do your own thing." That <laughs> <It> was beautiful. <laughs> so, I think you're forgetting, Stephen, that. Fighting a man this large and this strong requires a different fighting style, mm-hmm. much like filming a man this large and this strong <laughs>
1: requires. Well, a if different I can, can quote uh, Ivan Drago in this movie, "Yet," <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Nothing but "Yet" over here. <laughs> um, so, but, but, in, in this movie, at least, it, it just felt like it was all individual punches, right? Like powerful, forceful punches, and, and that was fine. Like, like there was still it built inten- intensity well. I think the the last 25 minutes or so of this movie are really good and intense, and they do what the movie wanted you to feel, which is, like, feel the the threat of Victor Drago and feel how high the stakes are for this battle, and then feel just the physical power of boxing.
0: Um, also, if you go back and watch that original fight on YouTube, I remember watching that and being like, ooh, Ivan Drago's this big-ass guy. When you go back and watch that and look at him, he was just tall. Mm. He was not big. Not compared to this warrior guy. fucking this kid is a fucking machine.
1: Did you know he had to lose weight for this role? Did he really? (laughs) Yeah, he did. Um, but, but, But yeah, so whatever. The filmmaking style didn't have that much to recommend it the leads are still cool the story is still good it's just a little more one note it felt a lot more like a southpaw movie right like (laughs) like dad is gonna reclaim he like lost his way and is gonna use boxing as a way to reclaim his glory um I, i i i liked it like i had fun revisiting these characters it just it wasn't as special as the beginning like none of the stakes felt the same to me as the first one and maybe that's just a trick you can't duplicate right like I, I said it in the last movie. I'll say it now. Boxing is stupid. <laughs> All of these movies only reiterate how dumb it is that these people keep doing this thing. But it, it it's cool enough. Like, I, I was into it. And compared to the movie we... I went directly from this movie to watch Robin Hood, which we'll talk to in a second. <laughs> and I'm going to say this movie wins the training montage, hands down. <laughs> training in the desert in this movie is... <laughs> very very cool. That it that is like a cool twist in the movie when we see like the hardcore training montage. So Yeah. I don't know. It, it's a simple movie, but it does what it wanted to do pretty well.
0: <laughs> so I mean, I I've been hearing this a lot, right? Like hmm, pretty good, not as good as the original. I think Creed 2 is great. Ooh. Like I I think it's it's and it it may be it may be a combination of distance from Creed 1. Um and it may also just be that this film is so much better than it needed to or deserved to be based on the elevator pitch for this film, right? This film was pitched as, hey, what if uh, Ivan Drago came back and his uh, son fought him, right?
1: Hey, right, right? Yeah. <laughs> now
0: I'm not actually doing Rocky. I'm yeah, just I don't doing, even know what you are I'm just now. doing dumb guy, right? <laughs> I'm doing dumb executive who's like, <laughs> hey, Creed II? Yeah, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what of it's like uh two times good yeah two times as big as the original drago um but
1: so like does drago drop the <laughs> corner one <Flint>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, um anyways um yeah so like the elevator pitch is like hey remember that like like the Rocky that everybody knows. Like, if you've only seen a few Rockies, you've seen Rocky Four, mm-hmm. right? It's that everybody watched that. That was the one that was always playing on TV. Um, maybe it's just that I always saw it on like TNT around Fourth of July. Yeah, I feel like I, I saw Rocky I, One way more than you. Yeah, I, I I mostly remember that. Like, that's the one that I always remember. If I think mm-hmm. back to any Rocky, it's always the one with the big Russian guy. I will break you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the elevator pitch for this film is like. What if, what if the son of that guy was back and also wanted to kill <laughs> Adonis Creed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's basically the premise for this film. And that just feels like, it feels kind of cheap. And it feels kind of, of like it's just cash grabby, right? Like, we got to continue it. We don't have a good story. Well, what if we just did Rocky IV again, but with different people? Like, that would be cool, right? And it just feels cheap. But what we got was a film that I did not expect, right? This is a story that is like this huge – it's 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 sort of a – it's a redemption story for Ivan Drago, the man who was the monster of the other film. You find out about like, yeah, we all celebrated him losing. But then he went back to a country and a culture where that loss meant something. He lost Led <laughs> But like it's a thing where it's like – No, it wasn't just him losing in that moment. This was like a fucking devastating loss that cost him everything. And he has spent all this time excommunicated from fucking his country having to (laughs) live in Ukraine. Like it's, it's, you suddenly go like, oh, 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 now I see that you're not just coming back because you want to be pure evil. You're coming back because you're trying to make up for the last fucking 50 years <laughs> it's not 50 years but whatever however many years it's been right mm-hmm. like you're trying to you're trying to earn your ways back to the place yeah. that you were kicked out of you want a
1: better know. life for zangief than you had for yourself <laughs> but you're yeah, guile like... in this situation I think. is that canon <laughs> that zangief so. is the son of guile <laughs> i don't know he is now
0: but yeah, like it's just one of those things where like I was like, oh shit, like this isn't just an evil manifestation of the next boxer that freaking Goku has to fight, in. right? This, yeah. this is this is like a thing where it's like a person who has lost everything. It's like we could watch this whole movie from the opposite side. Yeah, where, the are images of each other. Yeah, of. yeah, and and it's and it's really impressive. Like, uh, I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, Ivan Drago made me cry at the end of this film. <laughs> like, it's 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 a thing where like. You're like, "Oh shit, I care." And it's like on each side there are people who are like, like obviously, um keep forgetting the son's name. What's the character's name? Adonis? No, 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 of uh, the the Drago side. Oh, Victor. Victor Drago. So Victor Drago is clearly the overpowering like Victor Drago's not scared of losing the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Victor Drago's dad didn't die. I mean, yeah. he might as well have died, according to Mother Russia. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a thing where it's like, he has nothing to lose in this state. Like, even uh, the fighter with nothing to lose is the most dangerous fighter in the... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just one of those things where it's like, all of everything rests on Adonis and him both surviving, avenging his father. What in, in that scene where they have that like they, they, they both weigh each other and they get in each other's space, you're like, oh, he's fucking tiny. Yeah. <laughs> you're like like when you normally see Michael B. Jordan, you're like, damn, dude, that guy's fucking like ripped. He's scary. He's big. And then you see him standing next to Victor and you're just like, oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> one punch and you're just gone. <laughs> right? You're just yeah. like you're like super scared for him. And it's like they're just the stakes are so high in this. Um there are family dynamics that are sort of also become stakes in this. Like people's relationships to each other are like, look, w- like you got to do – like you – like every relationship is put on hold because he is blinded by his need to do this one thing. And it's not just him like, – he's no longer proving to himself what he wanted to. I mean part of the whole problem is that he doesn't know what he's fighting for. Yeah. He just feels like he has to take this fight and it's, it's – I think that this film delivers so much more complexity than what it sold to me when it put out that first trailer. I was excited because it was like, cool, I want this like rematch of my favorite Rocky film. Mm-hmm. But like, it was just one of those things where I'm like, I was not prepared for how deep the story was and what the moment-to-moment things meant to all those people. Like, even, even Victor himself, he seems kind of just like a big, dumb guy who's like, do what daddy say. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: But Like, Like he'd be a henchman named Tiny in some (laughs) comic book. But,
0: like, you realize that he is sad. Mm -hmm. Like, he's sad. He's doing... He's following what his father does because he has also been kicked out of his his home country, right? And it's... He does... And and in
1: this universe, then the Ukraine... The Soviet Union exists and it owns the Ukraine still. (laughs) And Ukraine is, like, the gutter of the Soviet Union where they keep the bad boxers. Yeah.
0: Uh, Dog in the street is not... (laughs)
1: Drug in the street worth two in the bush. <laughs> uh,
0: um but yeah, it's just, it's just I did never fix my streetlight. <laughs> I've been gone for twenty years.
1: What I need to write a manifesto now? Get okay, no respect. <laughs> I mean take Adrian, please
0: <laughs> Take my wife to the grave. <laughs> these jokes are so dumb. Um anyways, uh but yeah, like I I just I just found myself really compelled by the story. Also, yeah, like I I was making a joke earlier about the the quote from Rocky where he was saying that, like, "Hey, you can't go in there with your like your fighting style, style is awesome. You're like really quick and stuff and you do all these things and you're very um m- like I don't know, majestic nimble. like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nimble. Um but The problem is with a man who has this much reach on you, who was just this fucking strong, you can't do your normal thing. You have to change up your fighting style. And I think that, like, I was joking when I compared the filmmaking change up to the fighting style change up. But for me, the rawness of it worked for me. Like, those scenes were like, I was, like, clenched up, like, watching the fights because... It was.
1: I was partially having a panic attack during this movie. <laughs> like it built the tension very well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was like partially it's because I'm sitting under a fucking giant speaker, which isn't mm-hmm. in the other theaters directly above me. But like, it just it's it. I I felt like those moments were really impactful, and they're especially in that in in. I'll just say the early parts of fighting Victor, you see that like he can land all these combos and like Victor doesn't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just like, in fact, like when he first comes out in like round one, he comes out and he's just letting him punch him, <laughs> right? Because he's mm-hmm. like, go ahead. Like, I'm just going to like fill you out for a while and then I'm just going to swing really hard and we'll see what happens. And it's there, like, I, I really liked it. And I, obviously I've always cared less about the filmmaking style than everyone else on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But like, I just was really brought into the film in a way that I didn't expect to. And for that, I walked out of the film being like, fuck yeah, that was a rad movie. And I really, really liked it. And I never once even thought to compare it to the original because I was just looking at it. I was comparing it to what was sold to me and it rose above what I was expecting so much that it it makes me really, really want to celebrate the film.
1: Mm. I I can get that. I think that... thing that i i didn't mind this this is probably like the theme of these movies but it, it was just interesting to think about is that like in the movie the stakes of this game are massive like this match is really important it is the the legacy that will be tarnished forever it's the thing that will keep haunting him if he doesn't do it but but there's this weird sick cyclical thing about boxing where like drago is better than him like drago is rugged right now he isn't well trained really right like he's been fighting like brawls in russia he has yeah, like, like underground fighting in yeah russia. He, he hasn't that's why like there are fights in this movie that he disqualifies simply because he like is not well trained like he doesn't know the right way to do it yeah um no matter what happens in this movie Two years from now, he is the world champion forever, right? Like, yeah. for all time. And, and like, th- that's just kind of an interesting, like, the the eternal nature of the threat, right? Like, all you can do if your Creed is, like, stave off this threat, and then maybe for a year you'll be fine until something else beats the shit out of you again. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's just interesting, right? Because the stakes are as if this were permanent, but it is not permanent. This is just one thing he has to do to get out of a rut.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, that is the weird thing about boxing is, like, or especially in, like, uh, like in MMA fights. I mean, I don't really know. I'm going to talk out of my ass right now because I don't really know enough about it. But I watch it. But it definitely seems like you just kind of take a bunch of fights. And at some point, like, the guy who's in charge of the league goes, like, hey, you want to fight that guy? And you're, like, "Uh, sure. And then now you're the heavyweight champion of the yeah. world, right? It's just a thing where it's, like, you just do whatever the next. Like, this person hasn't fought in a while. Fight him. And then once you've won a few, they're, like, eh. It's, I mean, Should we give him a shot at the title? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, he can achieve that, but you can't just rest on that and be like, yeah, I got first in the whatever Olympics.
1: Like, the next movie should be that Drago wants to fight him again, and the montage is him, like, binging and purging until he can get out of the weight class of heavyweight. (laughs) (laughs) So he can remain the, like, keep the title for the middleweight or
0: whatever. So that's the thing, though, is it it does make you wonder, once again, talking out of my ass, but I feel like when you have have the weight i feel like you can cut weight and then compete in a lower weight class but i feel once you get to the point where there's a challenge i feel like they don't just go like well you get to keep it because you're too tiny now it's like well no you got to fight that guy because Mm -hmm. you you have to defend your title um so you better either put on weight or just fight the dude Mm -hmm. who's much bigger than you so it definitely seems like there is something about it that like because then why would anybody not – it's like when you're playing any fucking – like when you're playing a game like Oddball and Halo, right, where there's always somebody who, like, grabs the ball, runs to the edge of the corner. And as soon as you get there and he shoots you, he just jumps off and commits suicide. So the ball resets. He responds, grabs it, runs to the other end of the level. Like you could just do that forever. Like, I guess I'm
1: too tiny to fight you. Mm-hmm. So so the question I would pose to you, much like Sly poses in this movie, is what is he fighting for? Like that is the theme of this movie, and I don't know if I have an answer by the end.
0: Is the fight fighting for himself?
1: <laughs> That's who he is fighting for. Oh,
0: what is he fighting for? Like,
1: why is he taking the fight? Like, like it, it's such a thematically. I I know why Drago is fighting. Yeah, that that is clear. He has like everything to gain, right? And yeah, he must to break him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got to break him. Why is why is a no Kit
0: Kat bar in?
1: <laughs> because in these movies, because if I remember right from the first movie, he did not know his father at all. He is not, like... He is in the direct lineage of uh, Apollo Creed, but he is not in the, quote, canonical Creed family, right? He was, like... he, he I think his mom was, like, Creed's mistress or something like that, right? Like, if who lived out in L.A. Am I forgetting all this? I don't remember, honestly. I think the canon in the first movie is that, like, it's not like he has grown up under the shadow of his father in that meaningful way. Um, And in this movie, it kind of feels like Apollo is everything, and, like, avenging his dad is everything, and this has haunted him his whole life. And that doesn't seem to be the answer of why he should fight. I just don't thematically know why he does, even though it is, like, a big, glorious, resounding, you got to do this, you got to do this. I-, I just didn't totally get...
0: Well, I think the idea is that in all the other cases, he was fighting for an idea that wasn't simply because he wanted it like it was i need to defend my father who i didn't know i need to do this one thing i need to prove to other people that blah 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 and in the end he's like he's realizing that like he's not fighting to prove anything to anybody else other than to himself
1: Mm -hmm. i i will say I'm, i'm gonna spoil this part i don't care there's a scene where Michael B. Jordan proposes to Tessa Thompson. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> they just have so much chemistry. I I love them so much on screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, any last thoughts about this film? Nope. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we will get to our verdicts then. Stephen Miller, if you're going to give us a must-see, record with a caveat, wait for rental. pass with the caveat, or must-avoid... What would you get?
1: Uh, it's recommend with a caveat. Again, I think it it does a fine job. It isn't awesome like the first movie was. I think it was just pretty good. The leads are great. I want Michael B. Jordan to be in everything now. Tessa Thompson should keep like getting better and better roles. I think she's cool too. The fight scenes are fine. It builds tension fine. It just doesn't. It isn't culminating in something the way that the first movie just felt so like urgent and visceral. This movie just felt more like. A classic boxing movie updated to 2018, which is fine. It's it's fun to watch people beat the shit out of each other. So yeah. go see it. Just don't expect it to be like the same kind of fire that it was the first time around. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, some people say like, if they don't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> That's what I feel about the classic nature of this film. Um, I I think it's it's a must see for me. It it didn't have to go like the elevator pitch of this film is enough to justify it being made from the standpoint of like fans wanting to see this fight happen. Much like the people in the real world, we watching want to see him fight this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the way these fights play out over the course of the film, um, all of them in the film, uh, are an interesting way to keep things going, especially considering like the opening shot of most of these trailers. Yeah. <laughs> the scene that plays there. It was kind of like, how are they going to do this? Mm. And then I was like, mm, I got you. Yeah. I like this. Um, so, I, yeah, I was really happy with what I got from this film. Um, and uh, as I said, Ivan Drago made me cry at the end of this film. So, nice. Take that for what it may be. Um, but yeah.
1: If it ain't a street light, don't fix it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if it is a streetlight, don't fix it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that'll bring us to the end of our review of Creed 2. Stephen Miller, where can people find you
1: throughout the week? If people won't find me, they can go to twitter.com. <laughs> they can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. Or join my Patreon where you can pay me to not try to do a sliced alone impression ever <laughs> again.
0: Uh, Patreon was that I mean my day was Patreon. <laughs> Your Patreon! <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb! <laughs> um, Alright, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or twittercom ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at the SpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so on Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash warning or like us at facebook.com slash warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to create 2, so hopefully you're enjoying that. And uh, yeah, we are going to take off because the bell has just rung. We're going to return to our corners, take a bunch of water into our mouth, swish it around, spit it out, tell somebody I got this. And then go back in to bring you a review
1: of
0: Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> so we will see you in just a moment.
1: Peace. Bye.
0: I would go to war.